forever. Dog. Welcome back, Colloidal Silver. Welcome back, <laughs> back for another steaming, steaming piping, scalding, serving of hot This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, Lies. issues in politics, politics, and take a deep dive, deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some... Ooh, today is a wonderful day in the kingdom. We have so many special friends with us. Uh, mm-hmm. th- uh, the rabbit woman, Lady Bunny herself. Lady is Bunny here. is here, yes. Yes. Many have tried to imitate her, including a dumpster out back, but uh, no one comes as close as it, her. It, you don't call Alaska a dumpster. Oh, wow. Actually, she filmed in the dumpster with Gia. They are dumpster queens. Okay, well, you know. Done. <laughs> I'm so honored to be on your podcast for the first time. We've tried and tried, and, you know, I'm young. So I do a lot of podcasts and TikTok and stuff like that. You're a TikToker, Bunny? Hell no. Oh, Girl, girl, the, the clock is tick-tocking on my fucking life as I try to navigate <laughs> oh through the God. New York City epidemic of the coronavirus pandemic. Time goes by. <laughs> life goes by so quickly. <laughs> yeah, now, has it been hard keeping track of um, time in, with that sundial in your apartment? or <laughs> Are you using a clock nowadays? Are we analog? How, how's your quarantine going, Bun Bun? Well, the really sad part is trying to uh, you know, launch a new comedy special and having no audience other than mice and roaches who are not the most vocal <laughs> or appreciative. And in fact, they don't even come unless I, you know, like put cheese. You really have in- to use your mouth, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I didn't mention gerbils. But uh anyway, I, I the, the the quarantine is is bizarre you know it's like i um i I mean i'm following the precautions uh although Mm -hmm. i really do not understand people's desire on social media to scold people who they see Mm. not wearing masks because you know they took a picture last uh weekend of a lot of people down by the pier now this used to be where the the ballroom queens hung out it is now yeah. a very yuppie area, and my neighborhood is a rich neighborhood with me, the last bohemian bum, you know, left here. So I walk down to the pier every day, and I see people sitting around. Some of them are with trainers. Some of them are, you know, in masks or whatever. And people are, you know, took that photo and, you know, spread it all over the internet, and were like scolding these people for not wearing masks. But, you know, the thing about it is, is that, Honey, Trump is the president. We're not a smart people, okay? <laughs> let's let's just get that. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, Joe Biden is not exciting many people either. So, I mean, we're not a smart people. And um, the Mm-mm. the fact is, my 
health is my own responsibility. So if I see somebody that's coughing while jogging, well, then I walk away from them. If I see people that are all sitting, you know, together without mask on, well, then I walk away from them with my mask. That's my responsibility. I can't expect for people to do the right thing. You know, it's like if 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 a right. guy weighs, you know, 90 pounds and has a syringe in each eyeball and wants to fuck me, it's my job to tell him to put a condom on. Sharon's in New York? <laughs> so, you know, it's, I mean, there, there's, I, I, I think that we have like a social media outrage uh, drug to where it's like you're a better person if you lash out against the people who aren't following the, the correct mask, you know, protocol. And let's face it. At yeah. first, the, the mask protocol has never been clear. In England, they're not even saying to use them. Uh, they, yeah. they said here, at first, you do need them, then you don't need them, then you need mm-hmm. the, the N95 one that is expensive, and then they said, don't use that one because there's a shortage, and the nurses and the doctors mm-hmm. can't even get it. Then they said you can make your own. So, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of misinformation out there, and I, 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 I don't I mean, I follow the protocol, but I, I I don't understand the joy that people seem to be getting out of scolding people, you know? Everybody likes feeling right, and sometimes it's all that they can do is, uh, you know, point the finger because they're so helpless to do anything else. We all are. Now, I have a very important and, question. Well, we're what? all so scared, and it's not – it's not we're, we're scared. This is scary. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a, 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 a strong reaction, but – I just, yeah. I, 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 I would rather walk away from the people than scold them. And being from the South, we say you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. So maybe if they didn't see, I mean, someone put a picture up of four kids sitting in a circle in Central Park and posted, look at these assholes. I'm like, you don't know them. <laughs> I mean, they, they may had be- their holes out in the park. No, <laughs> they they were sitting in a hole, a glory hole. No, oh. uh, they 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 were they were um, you know they may have been living in the same house and already be exposed to everything, and they're going to politely put their masks on after they get up and leave, uh, and 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 walk home. You know, but it's like I saw yeah. a, a guy eating in the park with his fingers, and then he started licking his fingers, and I said, "Ooh, kinky!" And you know, I mean, <laughs> now, now, I mean, th- I believe the guy was homeless. Was I supposed to take his picture and say, "Look at this asshole"? That may be his last meal. He doesn't give a fuck what uh, the latest mass protocol is. He doesn't have a bed to sleep on. So we're getting very, very, like, mean towards each other. And I wish we could see a little bit more sympathy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What color is your mask? Uh, I have several, but, um, you oh. know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> will you give one to Alaska? <laughs> Thank you. No, my, my mask, my mask is of Alaska. I've lost weight and I'm booked all over the world performing as her. Oh, wow. wearing, wearing an Alaska mask. Isn't that ingenious? I've been performing as you, actually. <laughs> Have you seen any of the clips from my stage at show where I where I do a, a Lady Bunny bit? No, I don't I couldn't even get on stage it because I am stupid and oh. I am old and I don't understand why they would ask you for points. Have Instead- you tried a f- flashcards or <laughs> 
Honey, somebody asked me about Bitcoin. I was like, do they have that at check cashing places? I'm like, I'm 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 not the one for the technology, but I, I have tried I would love to see your impersonation. Well, the the biggest takeaway I had from doing this bit, and I was doing it on my living room floor right behind me, and I, I'm doing it sitting down, but I was still like sweating and exhausted by the end. So like the Lady Bunny experience, you're fucking you're a beast. You're you're amazing. You, well, honey, you run around that stage and spin and you have to fucking memorize all the jokes that uh, that of your own voice saying it. Well, I don't. I don't have to if I keep moving enough. <laughs> the hair, the hair whips. That's in right. Front. That's right. <laughs> the wig, the wig glued to her forehead. That's right. That's right. Girl, I don't, oh. mi- I don't miss those fucking wigs though. Mm-mm. Yeah. Now, hopefully, you will get on stage it soon because don't you have a big new show coming up? Yes, I do, but it's going to be on Voss Events, and I. I oh, cho- cool! I like I chose- him. Well, I chose that because it can sit on there and and live on there so they can watch it later if they can't see. Because there's so many now. There's so many like on Facebook and, you know, whatever. So, yes, it's called Cuntagious. And it even has its own theme song. She's a cunt. She's a cunt. She's a cunt. She's a cunt. Contagious. (laughs) It's 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 a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. You did a show about Bianca? Um, so, well, she is mentioned and it's uh, coming out June 5th and on VossEvents.com and it's all new. It's all, I mean, I think there's one song I performed in one medley before, but you know, I'm excited about it. And you know, that crazy Christine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 With two E's. She does a duet mm-hmm. with me and oh. I, I've, I've always wanted to work with her and so glad that she is available because she is, she is possessed. And Everybody yeah. loves her. She strangles this track, I tell you. Yeah, Alaska That's played her in um, a Rupologize video for me, and she looked just like her. Yeah, it was, it was Christine-esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, today is a huge day in the Kingdom Bunny. I'm really glad that you're here with us. Uh, there's a lot going on. First of all, season 12 finale happening tonight, tonight. via Zoom, VH1. Zoom, Zoom. Also, Lady Gaga released Chromatica, her long-awaited fucking gay dance album. So what do you Rain think about me. these topics? Uh, what, what, <laughs> what do you think about these topics, Lady Bunny? <laughs> Have you been watching season 12? Have I been watching seasons 1 through 11? <laughs> no, 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 but I see, you know, I see little snippets, you know, here and there, and um, I don't think people should be so critical of RuPaul wearing that weird face mask because you know, it's from where I'm coming from, it was a hell of a lot better than the looky ward of the Met Ball. Oh my god! Honestly, <laughs> tea. It, it was a, it was it was a lot campier too. <laughs> it was. You're right. You know. I mean, I had a theory that it w- it would be futile f- for her to even attempt to get up and drag without like her team and everything. Uh, did you guys like used to paint together in Atlanta when you were like coming up and stuff, like in the mirror and borrow each other things? Oh yes, I mean, you know, Rue Rue was good at doing her makeup. She was, I mean, not like a precision makeup artist, but she was good at doing it. And Rue put me in drag 
once as boy George with the with braided my own hair when he was wearing those like what you know mm-hmm. like the Patrice Russian. I don't know if anyone gets that. Reference. Oh, Patrice Russian Soul uh, Soul uh, Train with the beads, bitch. Yes, exactly. So, um, uh, forget me nots. That's for it. Uh, so he put me in those you know like braids like when boy George was wearing that look, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I won seventy five dollars in a costume uh, contest. Oh, wow. Work. Yeah. Uh, Work. (laughs) And then I think I got really drunk and uh, spent the night at a homeless shelter as Boy George. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've lived, that's for sure. Um, Would you you like to come to our live stream next week? It's fun. We'll send you a password to to watch it. it. What is it? It's a live stream. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Oh, oh, you mean like a like trout in a lake? Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I fit right in because you know I'm fish, girl. You yeah. know, you Fishery. know, whale, whale is fish, honey. I'm fish, okay. Whale yeah. is no, fish. No, I saw you at the edge of the water just snatching the fish right out with your bare paw. That's right, girl. <laughs> what? No, smother him in the wig. No, no, tell, tell me about the live stream. I don't know what it is. Um, it's a live stream of basically us uh, live streaming the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race season twelve to see which of our new mm-hmm. sisters is ascending to the crown. Well, I I don't think I should join you because I don't know that much a- about them. And you know, as someone who has worked on the New York club scene for years, mm-hmm. I always knew that Sherry was a pervert. Oh wait, that's Sherry Vine. No, I don't know. Sherry. <laughs> I, 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 I never met no. Sherry Vine. Hated I never met her. Oh my Jesus Christ! Damn. <laughs> damn, but, damn, damn. Hey, Bunny, where can we get tickets for your show? At VossEvents.com, and it launches June fifth. And I don't know what the price is, but I think it's pretty cheap. It's nine, <laughs> just like the star. <laughs> Wow! Oh wow! Are you gonna have shoes on? Is it full body? <laughs> well, he, well, we all know that that's RuPaul's full genius. Is that she, she has got uh-huh. it to where she can walk out on the runway in a girdle, tuck, and heels, and then take all of it off and sit by a, a damn desk and yep. relax and enjoy herself. So I'm I'm not at that level yet. So I did have uh, heels on, and it's not easy to find a backdrop that can fit. Me with six inch heels, a two foot wig, uh, and throwing my hand up over my head and not cutting, you know, my hands off. Yeah. So yeah, but, because oh that's where gosh. all the femininity is in the grace of the fingers and the yeah. hands. Uh, really, you haven't seen my hands. <laughs> no, I did. They had honey, barbecue sauce on them. Not anymore, honey. I wash them every five minutes, and they look like a fucking caveman's. Atta girl. Um, <laughs> we're, Who, uh, I who's can't... that? Who's that itching them ashy hands? Ashy girl. <laughs> Who's that? She's ashy. Honestly, my cuticles are like fringe right now. They're so frayed and bloody from washing my hands, sticking them in my pockets anytime I do have to go out so I don't touch stuff. Oh, it's, I mean, this is hard. I mean, can you imagine not touching this face? How hard that is? I can't imagine. I cannot. <laughs> I, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm stupefied. We're gonna take a break. We'll see you in a little bit, Bunny. Okay. Each. 
Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. are back uh and this with is the segment. rabbit woman yes the rabbit woman the woman rabbit we have uh we lady bunny has been so kind as to stay on for this segment which is a segment where um uh it's called let's get the political political i want to get political Well, for the few listeners who are still here, I'm sure they're going to enjoy this segment. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, Thank you. I, I really, I want to, I'm glad you stayed on for this segment because I know that you're very like politically like aware of what is going on in the world. And we've had some fucked up shit happen in the last few days. 
Um, yes. For instance, um, on Tuesday in Minneapolis, George Floyd was murdered by four police officers. And the footage has gone everywhere. Um, and uh, it's been circulating all over social media, the news. and um, Be- Because the policeman had his knee on George Floyd's neck for several seconds yeah. while people were minutes. calling. Minutes. It was over minutes. four minutes. And oh, right. then he what, what, stopped responding. And then his knee was still there more even after he was unresponsive. And by the time they got him on a stretcher, they loaded him. He was not moving. He was out. Uh, basically, the knee on the neck was a blood hole or blood choke, they call it in jujitsu, I think. And it cuts off blood supply to the brain. And worst of all, it was on the two-year anniversary of his mom's death who he was heard crying for as he died. Like, it's the most heartbreaking thing since the last one that we saw with um, Ahmad. Like, I watched mm-hmm. that video and I was like, it, it felt like a snuff film. And then this, I saw something with a knee on a man's neck and I almost hit the video and I said, I said, like, don't do that right now because you can't, you have to work and it'll fuck up your whole day. And then I watched it later and I cried. Yeah. Yes. I I mean, so I, uh, this is not a new problem and this exactly. is not a, th- th- this is a problem which, uh, white people were forced to, uh, to hear and understand and agree with black people that this has been happening since as long as we know because of cell phone footage. We can see right. it. And so... Uh, people haven't gotten more racist. They just started recording it. Well, maybe yeah. pe- racists have been emboldened by Trump. I, I think it's pretty oh, safe to say that they have. Yeah. But yeah. but what I, what I want to say is that uh, I watched a, a video with a nurse breaking down in her break room. She works in a COVID ward in New York City at a hospital in a poor n- a neighborhood for people of color. Mm-hmm. She said there's no Black Lives Matter at this hospital. They are not getting the right treatment. I was appointed a new patient in a body bag who was already dead. And if I complained... I was moved to a different unit. So because I don't like to share sensational stuff without checking it, and it's always wise to check what happened right before the video that you are seeing, I sent this to my mother, a nurse, and two other nurse friends, and I asked them, I don't know, is this woman full of shit? I don't know, like, can you not put a defibrillator with a ventilator? I don't know, you know, those terms. I think I probably will soon. But um, at this point, I don't. And, you know, my my the, the, all the nurses I talked to said, yeah, it checks out. You know, so here's what's going on. Black people are more apt to get COVID-19. If this nurse is true, is right, that at least in some areas, they're not getting the right treatment. Ahmad was shot by civilians, even though they had ties to the uh, local, the local law enforcement and legislature. Yeah. The local DA. And they, because they had ties, they went to a second DA to be more impartial. They somehow had ties to them too, if I'm not mistaken. So they had to go to a third DA. So then in addition to all that, black people are being shot by cops. Yeah. What is the solution? 
What is, what are we going to do? Is this going to be another thoughts and prayers? Like every, uh, you know, gun violence incident happens. Uh, of course, we're not going to count on change from, um, from uh, uh, the KKK-affiliated President Donald Trump. Uh, but uh, Biden wrote the crime bill in 94 that locked up a lot of black people, d- refuses to uh, legalize weed, which most of the other Democratic candidates want. And to, if you really want to be honest, we became aware of Black Lives Matter, many of us, under the Obama years. What happened with him? Did he do anything except make you know, speeches. So what is the actual action that we are going to do? We're in a pandemic. We can't even physically protest. Last night, there were protests in Minnesota Mm -hmm. and there was looting and, you know, you know, rioting. And, you know, I, 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 I don't know that this is a powder keg. You know, we're already at a tense moment. This has gone on. What are the politicians doing to say to end it? Because we can sit up here and talk about this and how awful it is. But if we don't have any solution to changing the way that these police forces work and admitting that it is not just a few bad apples, there may be other apples that are only slightly rotten because they permit it. And there are, I believe, I don't have the facts in front of me, but I've read a good bit. There are very rotten apples who may even, you know, say you get promoted if you have an arrest quota or, mm. you know, if, if if you know, if or if killing black people is an unspoken, you know, uh, uh, policy, you know, I mean, uh, I, I didn't watch it, but someone sh- had on Twitter like a, a training video for police to. You know, I mean, since I didn't watch it, I shouldn't even mention it. But all I want to know is, what is the solution? Is it a law? And what law is that? And what politicians are pushing it? And do we support them? I have Uh, a solution. Do the same thing that Australia and a lot of European countries have done and take away the guns from people that are supposed to protect us, not... They're supposed to protect us, not hurt us. Australia took away the guns. A bunch of countries in Europe have taken away the guns from their cops and give them other measures to use instead of guns. And that's been helpful in those situations. America has one of the highest crime rates in the world because of the guns. Yes, and some places refuse to put the police monitors on because look how mm. look th- this was what three years ago or something when the, they wanted the police to wear video monitors to show what they were doing and they weren't using them. These incidents would happen when they would take them off or they would just say, "Oh, it wasn't you know recording at that time." So this th- this th- who is going to it, okay? Let's say that that's a, a, a great start. It, I mean, I don't know that that is a great start, but who is proposing taking guns from uh, uh, policemen? It ain't Donald Trump and it ain't Joe Biden. It's yeah. going to have to be us. It's going to have to be the people because I, I feel like once we start voting in people who share this younger and new generation's morales, which you also share, um, I think that those laws might start to change. I hope they do in the next like five, 10, 15 years. Like I, 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 I want this country to be better. I want it. I mean, it never was good. So I don't want to say good, great again. Like black people have endured 401 years of systemic racism from the, the, from like 1619. And then all of a sudden since like 1961 or whatever, 
or I forget what your integration was, but like the last 61 years, they've supposedly been uh, equal, but that's obviously not true based on how the government and everybody else is treating them. So I hope we get new people in the government who know how to treat people equally. Okay, but we can't hope that because we're never. Will you we're run ne- for we're, office? We're 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 we're, we're never going to get that until someone is going to actually stand up and saying, "I will not permit black people to be killed by a policeman anymore," and this is who I get to stand with me, and you vote for me, and 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 then if that doesn't happen after you vote for them which often happens with even politicians that we love, like Obama did not, you know, live up to many of his campaign promises. Um, You know, we have to hold their feet to the fire. We do not make any demands. And I'm getting all these interviews. I don't mean to switch the subject, but I'm getting these these pride interviews saying, you know, what, what does pride mean to you? Well, you know, last year in New York, we had, you know, uh, uh, corporations, uh, so heavy, so heavily involved in the main gay pride that they're actually giving money to Republican and anti-gay causes, you know, these corporations. Mm-hmm. And then they, they still want to come and party with us and act like everything is just fine while they are actually undoing or seeking to undo our rights. So we got to cut out the bullshit hashtag love is love that's not politics that's something that you chant at a parade we've got to make demands because if we make demands we get nothing because every politician has got a lobbyist sitting in their ear telling them hey do what i want and you get money i don't have that kind of money and neither do a lot of black people so it's like we've got to make demands on uh, people and say, I'm not going to vote for you unless you make demands. I was fascinated to see P. Diddy uh, on Naomi Campbell's show say to Joe Biden, possibly because of his history in writing the crime bill and, and, and you know, locking a lot of black people up. Mm-hmm. We need to make some demands on you, Joe Biden, before we guarantee our vote. Gay people do too. Where do you even, what, what, may I ask you, and Alaska and Willem, and then big, I will shut up, you know, and, and let you, what are the big goals facing the LGBT community right now? Equal rights and uh, HIV, I think. The equal rights, meaning what specifically? Transgender protections from the government federally, um, not rescinding our uh, workplace protection acts that are only applicable in some states. I think 35 states, you can still get fired for being LGBTQIA or however you identify. Um, And HIV, those are my more specific goals. Right. I don't hear any politics. uh, I don't hear any politicians screaming that from the rooftops. I don't see that on Rachel Maddow. Ever. And you know you're not going to see it on Fox News. So, you know, we've got, you know, what P. Diddy was implying is that we're going to make some demands on you, Joe Biden. You know, you probably got our vote, but we're going to make some demands on you. And if you don't, uh, if you don't make them, if, if, if you don't, if you don't at least pay lip service to them, we can withhold our vote from you. And that is the way that politics are supposed to work. It's not supposed to be, oh, Trump is so awful that we're going to go with anyone, even someone who exhibits many of the traits of Trump. But what I'm saying is that 
if you demand nothing, you get nothing. And this is for gay rights. This is for police brutality, you know, trans rights. This is for economic rights. You know, these, how many are, I see so many posts on Facebook. When is my $1,200 check getting here? I couldn't figure out how to get, get into it. Where are the posts that say, hold on government. I voted for you. I elected you. You do what I want, and I'm telling you that that's not enough. That's already spent before it gets here. Now, uh, Bernie, Ed Markey, and Kamala Harris mm -hmm. all proposed $2,000 a month and, and, and paid sick leave. Mm -hmm. Who's discussing that on the news? Who is to, who who do you hear championing that? So that is what we need to live. Y'all know that there's not even going to be any audiences for a while. And baby, drag queens are the least essential workers on the planet. <laughs> I remember so so all I'm saying is that we are not we we are outraged and we are shocked, but too often we're not really involved and we're looking at the surface of things and just hemming and hawing and saying things like thoughts and prayers and not actually saying okay if we want this gone let's find the guy that has the history of getting it gone hopefully not corrupt and can't be bought out and well we had bernie who marched with the civil rights union uh, in the 60s and chained himself to a black woman but uh somehow joe biden was the favorite of <laughs> black I, voters i don't get it but you know i i think the problem is uh them not the government not realizing what our you know issues are with the money and everything because it's not affecting them and most of them are rich white men the majority of congress and the house of representatives is rich white men whose whose pay isn't being affected right now um whose probably their houses aren't being affected they're not wondering um what they're going to eat so I think the way to change that, it's going to take a minute, but we have to vote in people who reflect our thoughts and values and who can't be bought, basically. Well, so, but, okay. I don't understand. You should how, run. You should run, I, honestly, okay, Bunny. Uh, You're so uh, smart. Well, and you have it, the hair for it. Ah, you I, already I, look I, like a founding father out of drag. Benjamin Franklin on the the Quaker Oats. Oh <laughs> you want to see me out of drag? Just get a box of oatmeal. Um, I was delighted to see pop culture figures like Naomi Campbell and P. Diddy being this strong and this aggressive because, honey, that's what we've got to be strong and aggressive to take down a system that exists all over the country. You know? Well, we... um, uh, Listen, thank you for fucking being on our show because i love i love um your perspective and um and i'm i'm grateful for that we we have to go to break right now no but be before now <laughs> but before we do in the specific uh case of george floyd there's a couple of things we can do because the county attorney michael freeman has the power to charge the officers for murdering him um, so there's a petition run by Action Pack. Um, you can go to justiceforbigfloyd.com. Um, there's another petition run by Color of Change that we can sign by texting Floyd to 55156. And, and there's a GoFundMe have, yeah, for his family. Yeah, if you family. have any extra coins, hit up the mm -hmm. GoFundMe for George Floyd's family. It's GoFundMe.com slash F slash George Floyd. And we'll link those on our Instagram too. 
Um, I think I, I linked some stuff on my Instagram yesterday. Um, and if you're white, the least you can do is repost and actually do the things in the postings. Um, yes. Like the least. And like try to be an ally at all times and make sure that the right messages are getting out there. I mean, I we, posted something on Instagram yesterday and some people came for me. It was a split picture, a, a meme of the cop with the, the, the knee on the head of the black guy that mm-hmm. was killed. And then the other half was Colin Kaepernick. And it said, this is why we take the knee. Mm-hmm. And and so many people jumped down my throat to where it. this is a difficult conversation. But but all I was trying to do is spread awareness. Now, did I do it in the, exactly the right way? Because some people, and listen, I don't believe everyone on Instagram, but they were saying I'm a person of color. The family does not want this uh, image to be shared. And I was like, but this was an outrageous thing. And people need to see the outrageous image uh, so that they know, so that they will become passionate about stopping something something that's this, this gruesome. So, yeah. you know, while I, I don't, I haven't spoken to the family and I don't know that that is their wishes. It could just be somebody, you know, on, it could be a Russian, you know, uh, imposter, you know, on Instagram, you know, just kind of trying to, to aggravate me. But sometimes the, the conversation has been, have been so tense that we don't even know when or how to weigh in. And, you know, th- this is this, this, uh, you know, I, 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 I very much felt that. I mean, I thought I thought that was a powerful, powerful image. Many people shared it when I posted it on Facebook. And then, you know, others, you know, jumped down my throat for posting it. So sometimes that does keep people who would want to speak out, you know, from getting involved. And I saw such a touching thing from Latrice's husband where he talked about white privilege and how different it was how he you know when he and his husband uh mr royale <laughs> went out to stores and how differently latrice was treated from how he'd ever been treated you know before he was with a black a big black man yeah um i i i have the same issue with people in the comments that you sometimes have bunny but my my thing is i know where my heart was coming from with my post and I know where your heart was with that post. So I just stay out of the comments. Don't read the comments. You know what you were trying to do, but I, I, I don't know if it was Kendrick Sampson or Gabrielle union or Logan Browning, somebody's Instagram that I was seeing, they were trying to explain why they didn't want to see that picture. And it's like such a trigger that they don't want to see it every single time because Every time they go outside, they're fearful of that. And that's a hard way to live for a lot of people. And I understand that. So I, w- I was just trying to post and, tech stuff. It, well, you, you, were, you were absolutely but right. But that, that I, kind I of image does Gabriel. shock people and, and it needs to be seen sometimes. I didn't I know that what you just explained. That made more sense than what they were possibly trying to tell me yesterday on, you know, Instagram. You know, so yeah. Plus, so obviously you had to hold that magnifying glass up to the phone to see and everything. And, and I'm oh, certainly right. not trying to say that white people should talk about these issues more than black people, or that white people are, are always right when they talk about them. But I do think more white people should talk about them because we're, you know, there's it's more. It's our of us. fault. We we were the ones that did that invented systemic racism. We have to talk about it now, so we can dismantle it or try to. Yes. Uh, well, well, I can't wait to see your show, Bunny. You. Yes, June fifth, we'll be tuning in. We love you so much. Give it up Thank for Lady you. Bunny, everyone. Bun, Thank bun. you. See you. Bye.
Who is this man? Yeah, so... Oh, damn! To... Okay, so start us off here. Oh, fuck, I'm bird-watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in a cave, and I did bring my binoculars. Did you? Because uh, there's some aviary yes. life in here. Oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. many birds to watch. Yeah. We are, of course, going spelunking. Deep, 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 Inside the Dree Drums. Uh, uh, the the first video. Our <laughs> wait wait wait. Where am I? Hold on. Oh wow. Our first our, message is a video <laughs> DM. No, I'm just kidding. It's not <laughs> that like they do on a fucking um Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, our first message is from Craig. Okay, greetings, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper. My good friend Rohan and I always love it when you use the phrase pass around party bottom, P-A-P-B for short, which you've so eloquently used in the past to refer to former Drag Race guest judge Jeffrey Moran. Recently, to celebrate my 40th birthday, Rohan had a cute tank printed for me as a present, and I thought you might like to see how it looks since you inspired it. Photos attached. Unfortunately, due to both my laziness and lack of regular practice, wearing it in public might be considered Consider false advertising on my part. <laughs> but regardless, I think it will be a talking point next time I wear it to a gay party. I have to explain to everyone what it means. To ensure priority, I have also included Drick Picks. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Craig from New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh, first of all, as a font <laughs> queen, I know that you'll be very pleased by this font. It's almost like um, a Miami Vice hard block font. Yeah. Oh, wow. And what's it say? Does it say and thank under you it next? Says, thank you next. Yes. It so does. pass around party bottoms. Their uh, motto is, and their song is, thank you next, of course. And it is a deep salute, Craig. Deep salute. It is a turquoise with um, yes. navy lettering and a red accent uh, cursive font, which I find. Um, I find very inspiring. Oh wait, that's his dick next to it. Never mind. Well, yes, Willem. I know as a as a Girl. dick aficionado, I know that you will very much enjoy this drick pick, which mean, is a he, full he, body picture. He could have written this elegant fawn with that drick because he is uncut, so he could have used that as a quill, his foreskin. <laughs> And it is big enough to get a two-handed grip on for sure so he can control the fine precision of the calligraphy. Um, the, the chest is hairy. There's two nipples. Um, uh, no scarring. No occlusions. Um, he is, Craig, you are a specimen. Occlusions. And you look great, Craig. If that's what 40 looks like, uh, bring it on. You know, uh, bring it on. Yeah. The next uh, message comes from Will. Hi, gals. My friend Tyler is a huge fan of the pod, and today is his birthday. He is a nurse and currently traveling to different states to work in emergency rooms that need more medical workers during the pandemic. I was hoping you could wish him a happy birthday. Love your hair. Hope you win. Thanks, Will. Happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday to Tyler. Thank you for working on the front lines. Happy birthday. To Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> I'm actually the Will in this letter. It's my friend Tyler. No way. Uh, well, thank you, Will. I was wondering how it got through without a dick pic. I'm like, then, now we're yeah. doing, now we're fucking singing telegrams. Okay, cameo. That's why. <laughs> Book me on cameo, $69 a minute. Wow. Are you on cameo, Alaska? 
We are the. I, no, I'm. No, I'm not. I I pimp myself out in hundreds of other ways, though. So there are tons of ways you can send me money. Not that one yet, <laughs> but you know, who knows? Anus thing is yeah. possible. I have an. I have another friend who's working on the front lines. His um. His name is Dan Renzi. He was the first gay person I saw on TV kiss another gay man. He had a boyfriend in real world Miami, which was, I think, 1992 or 1991. Mm-hmm. And I remember them like sitting on the edge of a dock in Miami kissing. And then something else he did in his season was he was like starting to model because he's tall as fucking and fine. And um, this girl named Rachel like opened up an envelope and it had like those old school like film stills that they're on like gels and they're little squares. Do you remember them? It had yeah. those. And like he's yelling at her on the stairs. He's like, were they yours to open, you stupid bitch? And it was just, it stayed with me for like over 20 years at this point. He's so funny. Um, and he's a nurse and he travels around. He was in New York. He said, basically, if you see where I'm going on my Instagram, that means that Corona is going to hit their hard. And first he went oh to New God. York and now he's in like a reservation in Arizona or New Mexico uh, doing really good work. Um, so thank you, Dan, if you're listening. Yes. Thank you, Dan. We thank you to everybody on the fucking front lines. Thank like we you. can't thank you enough. And deep friends um, of the pod. Yeah. Definite deep salute to all of you. Salute, um, salute. This message is from Andy. Hello, Alex, you a question. Willem, you give me an answer and dip down in that answer jar. I am a queer therapist who mostly works with queer people on a variety of lifestyle, mental health, relationship, and social needs. I was also a BetterHelp licensed professional for some time, and I'm happy to always hear you promote the product. There has been a recent push to include more diversity in the counseling profession in order to provide more culturally competent counseling for people seeking services. The rationale is that a person with the lived experience of an underrepresented individual can better relate to that person and better affirm their journey. My question is, do you believe that queer people should make the same consideration and work with queer therapists? If you were seeking services, would you want to know up front that the person is queer? Many therapists claim to be allies, but truly have no idea what that means beyond being hateful, beyond not being hateful. Please help settle this debate amongst my professional peers. And since I am always sex positive, enjoy this candid of my cock. Which Where's the has, candid has cock dip? I, I'm going to text it to you. I realized that I uh, I didn't move it on to the We're not answering so. until we see the cock. Okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> Please hold. You can, you can uh, send it through somehow, can't you? Well, I'm going to send it through right Come now. Come through. I, if, I mean, I prefer everybody in my, in my life to be uh, fucking queer as fuck. I prefer my doctors, my fucking lawyers, my tax person, my, you know, I mean, I, Daddy Don, I prefer that. And I don't know if that's discrimination. I don't think there's anything wrong. I, I think I've spoken with, um, like a straight counselor at one point in my life, like in college. Um, but I, if I had the choice to have like a, a queer, um, therapist i would probably i would probably choose that option what about you um i went to counseling once with um with bruce and both of us hated it but we had sex when we got home um the counselor wasn't uh queer and there were um there were like some i I feel like there was like a shorthand that we had that she didn't get about some stuff of course I, i casually said fag 
And I remember her reaction <laughs> was like, her. she didn't say anything, but her reaction was adverse. And I was talking to Bruce about it and like, <laughs> adverse. it was one of those things where I was just like, this wouldn't happen if this was like, you know, a, a like-minded thing. But um, I definitely think that experience shouldn't form someone's thought. But I think I I don't know enough about this to talk about it. I wouldn't Sorry. discriminate against. I I believe that you know a straight counselor is Ooh. capable. But I know I would be more comfortable just because, like you said, we have a language. You know yeah. that that not everybody understands off the bat. But we have a yeah. we have a familiar tongue, if you will, and that tongue could be firmly planted on Andy's Drick because it is Oh, um, there it is. It uh a head like a plum or a pluet maybe, a pluet <laughs> some some sort of pitted stone fruit of, of a, uh, a stone fruit. A stone fruit. There's heavy veining bringing to mind Carrera marble. Um, it is poking through a slit in the boxers and the shorts, it seems, and gripped firmly with a firm stern fist. And I, grip. and I think there's a steering wheel, which it leads me to believe that this picture was taken in a car. And it also leads me to believe that uh, you should probably clean your steering wheel if you're a pre-cum. Sometimes, you want to get a good grip on the, that steering wheel. The, the, the pre-cum makes it all slippery. Sometimes, you know, the vibration of the car ride just gets things going. And obviously yeah. this happened. Uh, to Do not uh, put that in the phone, Jack. <laughs> oh, he's driving a stick shift. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Sure. Now, now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's me... a standard. <laughs> I'm going to take this next question. This is from Fur. Hello, Alaska Burr. Will, will, I'm not. Will, I am. And dig beeper. Okay. Um, greetings from the land of Brooklyn Heights, Jackie Cox and Celine Dion. Longtime <gasps> listener here. First time dick share. The dick you wow. see is not mine. And that's why I'm <gasps> writing to you today. Yes, there was consent. Thank you for asking. I have a friend, in quotes, who is very handsome and has a beautiful, big and hard muscled body. The go-go boy kind, just the type Allison Mosey would kill to have at one of her auditions. Oh, wow. Who also has an equally beautiful, big and hard cock, long and thick, with a very particular fetish that I wanted to share with you and get your take as expert dick critics. Before we move on, I'd like you to know that I'd like you to both take a minute to describe the member in question before reading the rest of this message. Photo attached. All right. Okay. Well, it takes up almost the whole page. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a high it, resolution picture. It's one of those leaning towers of penis because it's it's a leaner and it looks like he might be a left hander because it's going off to the right and it looks like he, he was steering it to the left his whole life. So the top just went the other way a little bit. It's thicker than the middle in the middle than um, the ends. And you know that part where you can see a vampire ch- go from human to vampire because you see all the blood in their neck like start to vein up. It's these kind of veins. It's immaculate. It's beautiful. Um, his pubes are trimmed. His arm hair is also trimmed. Um, he's a specimen. Balls, I cannot account for. I see one, but there may be two. <laughs> After describing, he goes on to say, though he is a top with no interest in having his ass played with, unfortunately, he is also a sub cocksucker who loves to worship my cock for hours 
on end, not only because I do have a beautiful thick cock that hits all the right spots and brings all the milkshakes to the yard, boys included, but also because he gets off on worshipping cocks, Big Dipper. uh, Are your ears perking up? He gets off on worshipping cocks better looking than his own. He truly does not think that his cock is appealing at all. Pause for gasp. Uh, furthermore, he gets extremely turned on when he hears guys criticizing his cock in colorful details and often texts me out of the blue asking for me to describe in a 500 words or more essay how much I think his cock is, for better of a better term, fucking ugly. Would you like to read on? I was puzzled upon realizing that this is indeed a fetish after many texts of him casually moving the conversation from how beautiful my member is to how disgustingly awful his member is. And I'm sometimes conflicted when talking shit about the third arm he carries between his legs because I do not find that to be ugly. I mean, it is also not the prettiest one out there, but I've certainly seen worse, way worse. I know guys that would kill to stick that dick in all their orifices over and over again. His oh cock is God. big and thick. And Sorry, the only Mom. little unique thing is that the <laughs> gland is not straight. But again, who is? I've recently heard from I've recently heard from him that he hates his cock. I wonder if this fetish comes from some sort of trauma and if it's worth to play along with it solely for his own equipment or should I try to turn the conversation to something more positive? Apart from getting horny when hearing the critics, curses, and cunning commentaries about his cockadoodle-doo, he is also into getting exposed, meaning having his naked pictures leaked online or to people that might recognize him because he wants you to come across such commentaries because he wants to come across such commentaries and hear from strangers what they think of his cock. Mind you, he will be listening to this podcast and will be extremely frustrated not to hear from Willem using very descriptive language regarding all the ugliness of the member in question. I would love to get your take on this kind of fetish, but also request that you make the most of how important the platform is that you both have and explain in details to all your listeners worldwide how fucking ugly this cock is. Perhaps <laughs> this way I won't ever have to. That's just oh a lot God. of work for a fucking blowjob. All comments from the bottom of your hearts will be very appreciated. Feel free to be as creative as you want. Big deeper. Feel free to join in. It would mean the world to my friend. Thank you, ladies. Sending love from Canada. All the best. Fur. Um, I don't feel comfortable with that. I Here's the thing. This is something that you guys um, <laughs> agreed to do. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not agreeing to do it, especially if um, you want me to lie because I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Especially if he's not fucking me. If he was fucking me, I'd play along. Yeah, daddy. Oh, my God. So ugly. Get it out of my face. But I'm not going to do that here. Yeah. You're not not paying me like better help and Helix, honey. (laughs) Listen, it's. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yucking your yums. I say go for it. Like, if this is if this is what turns you on, like fears, like live, get it, work. Um, I just I mean the head's a little know, big, <laughs> but now she's playing along. <laughs> I had to scroll back up. Have hey, either of you? It was page up. It wasn't an arrow, just page up. So big. What'd you say, Big Dipper? No, you can hear me. Have either of you encountered a fetish with a sexual partner that you weren't into, but they really wanted you to participate in? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> like what? Okay. The dog guy. <laughs> How dare you? Barf Just because he stuck a, a front line 
in my ass does not mean I participated. No, uh, the front line was for my protection, really. Um, honestly, I, I, um, oh, like I, I definitely have had sex and drag, and it's not something that turns me on. But um, the quality of guy I get in drag is is usually different. better. Yes, is different than what I would get out of drag, and um. I'm I'm fine with that, you know, for sure. Like if if they like me in, in long hair, I'll put on the long hair. One guy wanted me to wear a short brown wig and I said, "You take your business elsewhere." <laughs> he said, "Like you just came from the gym." And I was like, "Honey, do you want a cheerleader at the game or cheerleader at practice?" You know? Oh. Yeah. Like gym shorts. Send him to Aiden Zane's house. I mean, he would just he would just come as soon as he walked in the door. Oh my god. Um no, we're you know, we're into we're it's you know, human sexuality is a wide and varied uh cornucopia of uh of variety. You know corn is the enemy of all bottoms. You know, so we say I I will not partake in criticizing your fucking hideous heinous cock. I just won't do it. Until you fuck me. There. Look. Look at me participating. Okay. Um, uh, we thank would you like so much. Yes. The thanks. The, thank, the thanks is, an, is enormous. Thank you for coming on our show. Uh, that's what Wendy Williams said to Omarosa. Do you remember? Did she say our show? No. She said my show. But Oh, wow. Yeah, that Omarosa interview was so uncomfortable. I remember watching it. And it was just like. Um, it's. It yeah. was a face-off. It wasn't an interview for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm glad to see you didn't take your face off. Now, are these individual Swarovskis or are they Preciosa stones around yes. your eyes? Yes, individual Swarovskis, also individual lashes, which I know it's oh. hard to believe because they're so thick, full, and verdant. And I see you use those uh, Kitty Cat Eye Corner House Labs uh, wingtips um, as yes. lashes. That was very creative. Very, very creative. Because, honey, we are in Chromatica right now. It's Chromatica land. Let the faggots rain. God is a gaga. Yes. Um, thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. And if you want us to talk about any questions you might have, you can email racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And good questions and uh, nudity get priority. We also have really exciting bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. You just sign up to be a patron, support the divas, and we just posted a behind-the-scenes video of us getting ready for the queer tease. And you can search it using hashtag race chaser, and you can watch the videos uh, a la carte, however, I remember however when many we won times our queer tea. What a blessed night. Um, and don't forget to get your tickets for Lady Bunny in contagious and you can visit vasevents.com and the show will be on demand june 5th for 9.99 support lady bunny she is a treasure even if you don't agree with her just buy it and put it on mute you can tell your kids it's a wildlife video <laughs> also you know we have a very exciting moment coming up june 1st it's our live stream season 12 finale you can Ooh. join in on the fun and be part of the podcasting experience just go to racechasertickets.com and that's happening at 6 p.m on june 1st very exciting and the tickets for that event benefit project q here in los angeles um you can so we'll see you there us. yeah see you there the instagram has all the links for bunny stuff and my stuff and mm. Uh, for George Floyd's info too for uh, those causes and follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram at Willem 
at the Only Alaska 5000 and Race Chaser Pod. And we will we'll be, be back, back next, next week, week with more piping, screaming, scolding, boiling, hot dog. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. Hot.